Hi, my name is Ashley. My name is Koyani. And today we are here to talk about some controversial subjects that some people might not agree with, but we're going to start this anyways. This is Clash, and we're going to start off with、um, talking about plastic surgery.、Mm-hmm. So, Kalyani, what is your opinion on plastic surgery? Would you do it or would you not do it? Well, for me, it really depends on the person.、Um, I mean, most people would say that plastic surgery is okay as long as it's like for accidents or like life threatening situations.、Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, you know, some people, it's just how they feel. If they feel like doing plastic surgery might help them confident and feel better about themselves, then it's agreed. Like, you should do it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And especially, I would say having one or two plastic surgeries done on you, I would say, like, sure, why not? But having it excessively done, like going back like 10 or more times, that's like a little excessive to me. And it seems a lot like unnecessary. Actually, I heard somewhere,、uh, like, where、uh, these people who did plastic surgery, they said that after you get it done like once or twice, then it just becomes kind of like an addiction for most people because they notice the changes that has come to their life because of the changes they had brought upon. So then they're like, oh, okay, I might as well get one more and one more. And then soon yeah, they have like 10 or 15, and then it becomes something that they can't stop. Yeah, and I feel like that would be really, really、um, bad because, all, as always, having an addiction is not a good thing. So I feel like doing some to help you become more confident or things like having, such as we say, a car accident and then needing plastic surgery to make you look better, that's completely okay to me. However, if you're doing it just because You see that, oh, I have a positive feedback, so let me do like 20 more. Then I feel like it's not necessary. Like the people who do it, like if you want to do it, and obviously I'm not going to judge you. Like you can do it, you cannot. It's none of my business. However, if you start, if this starts becoming an addiction, that's where I would stop them. You know what I mean? Not only that, I actually want to bring up、um, another scenario where plastic surgery would be actually okay is medical conditions. Because some people,、um, I know people who get like breast reduction surgery. And okay, like some people might be like, oh, it's because people notice that way too much, where it's like a confidence issue. But then for others, it's because that weight is making their back hurt. You know, like for medical conditions like this, I think it's. Perfectly okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's completely fine. And also, it's, I would say, for plastic surgery, the main, the main thing I have an issue with isn't people getting it, it's that people can't control themselves when, after they do it. Like, they keep wanting to do it, like, over and over and over again. So, I would say that's、right. my big issue. It's not really as you doing it. Like, if you do something, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, If it makes you feel better, if it's like something that you were uncomfortable with before, like, sure, no problem. Like, it's all up、mm-hmm. to you. But obviously, I would say, like, like be wise about who you choose as your doctor for、um, doing、mm-hmm. the plastic surgery, obviously, you know, research and everything.、Mm-hmm. 
just to make sure people don't accidentally like mess it up and then you have to deal with the consequences and also mm-hmm. i would maybe say maybe don't make it so that it's like a super big surgery or like doing yeah, multiple like things that, you know, at like, one time mm-hmm. oh yeah that's true for me um actually one of the things that I notice is that some people just do it for clout and that really annoys me because especially in like you know shows like botched which I actually love watching for that there was this one woman um <laughs> who, who we we know who uh, that is but she came she already had like I don't know three or four or five breast surgeries already to enlarge them but then she wanted to, to, to keep enlarging them. See, that's where I would say, yeah. that's, that's where I was like, it's excessive. Where it's excessive. if you say, oh, mm-hmm. I want to, let's just say you, like you have um, a really small breast, right? And you want to get it enlarged. Mm-hmm. You can get it enlarged once, twice is I would say a little excessive already. But obviously, but then actually, you know, one thing I actually learned is that when uh, doing surgeries, like let's just, let's just say uh, breast enlargement right every 10 years you actually have to get it renewed that's how it is so like after the 10 years you would have to get it like yeah but see that's 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 like a whole different issue i'm talking about like Mm -hmm. you personally wanting more like Mm -hmm. this is kind of like you have to get it renewed so they can check to make sure the the implant causing any damage you as a person that's like completely Mm -hmm. fine like that's Mm -hmm. not being excessive excessive is when you personally want to do it and it's not out of like for your health it's just because you want to make yourself one look better or you said for clout or things like that that's what I was trying to refer to right and uh you know this reminds me of that woman that I was talking about earlier in that bot show uh she said that usually when she goes to the gym people notice her personality first other than her boobs and that really gets her mad so she wants them even more enlarged what's your take on that i would say i would say that's kind of weird actually to be honest because i think it's kind of funny because most people would more likely than not be happier with people noticing their personality first before their um, physical assets so i find it really funny how that it this has changed and reversed its role where she wants people to notice her physical assets and not personality as much okay so yeah i i um agree with what you said and i think the main problem here is that some people who who do feel very insecure about themselves right after they see that change in themselves they're like hey, if people treat me this better with this surgery, then if I get more of that surgery, then people will treat me even better. See, that's that's my problem. I feel like it's not even about confidence or people treating her better because when you think about it, when you go into a room, you want people to know you for your personality, right? Not, <laughs> I mean, for at least for me, that's what I would mm-hmm. rather people notice my um, ability and like how I would like how I am and not any of my physical assets. That's just kind of, I guess for me, that's how I feel. So Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't say people would either treat her better or treat her worse for it. Mm -hmm. To be honest though, I would say, I don't know in our culture, 
especially, I guess, maybe in California. Well, I wouldn't even say just in California, but I would say mm-hmm. over in U.S. I feel like plastic surgery is common, but people don't really express. They're not like, oh, ha, 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 I just got plastic surgery. You know what I mean? Like, people don't, right. like, say it, like, don't outright say, like, oh, ha, 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 I got plastic surgery. So I right. feel like it's it's kind of strange how she thinks that's mm-hmm. going to, I don't know, make people treat her better. Because from what I've seen, lots of people give celebrities, like, like they say bad things about celebrities because, like, mm-hmm. they feel like that celebrity got plastic surgery. So right. I wouldn't, I'm not understanding why she thinks it'd be better better and uh actually you know something i've also noticed is that her saying that she wants size f or whatever she was saying right there (laughs) she's basically implying that she wanted people to to notice it for how unnatural it looks right and the whole point of plastic surgery is to make that change but also look natural with it i hope i mean i feel like it'd be different for each person obviously Mm -hmm. but i feel like Normally, first thing, at least, plastic surgery, when people first think for plastic surgery at the beginning, I'm not saying now, like at the really beginning, it was to fix things that otherwise wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to fix. Such as, like, let's just say if you were in a war and, like, let's just say, like, a bomb exploded and your face gets ruined. So if you can use Mm -hmm. plastic surgery to fix that, then wouldn't it be so much better? I think that's what Mm. the initial thought was. And sooner or later, now it's just becoming cosmetics where people want to get it done just so Mm. it's not even like confidence anymore. It's just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I feel like this isn't good enough. And sooner or later, they change how they look completely until you literally can't recognize them as like (laughs) their their before selves. You know what I mean? Mm. That's true. Actually, um, I'm, I'm, I remember this one comedy that I saw in which uh, this person was saying how he helped this other person with a surgery, okay? Like, he mm-hmm. wanted money for this surgery, which is plastic surgery. And so the person got plastic surgery, but then he couldn't get the money back because he couldn't recognize who he got it from. So, like, in the end, he's like, oh, wait, I want the money, but who did I give the money to? Because the person changed his whole face. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that's just kind of weird. Okay, mm-hmm. so now on to more of the controversial um, questions. So even if the surgery was not going to be successful, and let's just say you as a plastic surgeon knows that it will more likely than not be not successful, would you still take the money to perform the surgery so you can get the money? Or would you just tell them straight ahead and say, hey, like... 90% of the, t- like, 90%, you're probably, it's probably not going to be successful. Like, which one would you choose to do? So if I was a plastic surgeon? Yeah, if you were the plastic surgeon. Well, I would definitely tell them it's not going to success in the beginning. I think that's one of the ethics and more uh, morals of a really good doctor. So I would tell them. But then again, I know of many doctors, especially if it's a celebrity who's coming to them for the... Uh, uh, what do you, what do you call it? Prescription? <laughs> plastic surgery? Uh, oh, okay. I, yeah. I understand what you mean. So lots of people yeah. will kind of want to brag to be like, hey, like I got mm. this famous 
celebrity in like doing plastic surgery mm-hmm. at my place. You guys should all come to my place. I, I understand exactly. what you mean. And mm-hmm. see, here's the thing. I think that obviously, like you said, it's like ethics in here. It's ethics in, mm-hmm. is involved in this where mm-hmm. if let's just say some people might say, oh, yes, of course, like I'll tell you about this and I'll tell you all the pros and cons about mm-hmm. the surgery. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm so I guess just like you, I would tell them about like if it would succeed or not. And added but to if they're that, unwilling to listen, though, that's the problem. No, Most see, people here's are unwilling to listen to it. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. I think in my case, I would just I would tell them the pros and cons and what mm-hmm. are the benefits and what are the consequences of this surgery, like all of it, not just like what the consequences are. And mm. I will tell them to maybe discuss it with a loved one or a relative or a friend just so mm. that like, just so that like she won't, she or he, I guess, won't be mm. blinded by uh, their emotions that they want to get it and not think mm-hmm. it through afterwards. That's so I'd true. maybe mm-hmm. give them a week and tell them, hey, come back to my office in a week after you maybe discuss it or like think this through. And mm. then like, if you really do want to get it, then I already told you the risks. And if you really want to come back, then I guess I can still do it. Not only and that, obviously I, think, I tried um, my best to make it successful because, you know, you don't want to mess it up on purpose. Right. But I also think that if it's the first time coming, right, for um, talking about what you want to get changed, I think it's very important to have a loved one with you so that they could also tell their opinions or they could see, like, how trustworthy the doctor is. Like, things that the patient themselves wouldn't be able to see. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was kind of going with for the, mm-hmm. like, talking to your loved one and everything. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, a lot of the times people actually don't want to consult, like, a close friend, loved one, relative, things like that. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, afraid of getting judged and things like that. So, like, but also there's there's also that element where they know that their loved one or like the person close to them wouldn't tell them to get it. Yeah, they would be like, "Hey, you look perfect. Don't get it." You know, they don't want that discouragement. Yeah, I think sometimes like when people tr- when people make up their minds, like they kind of really want to go through with it, and it's really hard to deter them from actually going through with it. And I feel mm-hmm. like giving them giving this person maybe a few weeks or um, at least a week or so to like think this through and think, do I really want to? Because if you, sometimes it's just like when people are saying, oh, like, ha ha ha, like when they're joking, they're like, hey, you need to get this fixed or something like that. Like it might be just purely based on emotions where they're like, oh my God, I'm not good enough or I don't look pretty enough. I need to get this done. So I feel like many times we could deter that from happening if we just decided hey like every doctor's like hey you want to think this through for a month a week a few weeks things like that just so everyone can make sure that they're on the same page mm-hmm. actually one question that i want to ask you is that so have you ever considered and if you were to consider what would you get changed for me specifically mm-hmm. so see here's the thing i don't really think that much on plastic surgery and Mm -hmm. I'm fine with just the way I look so Mm -hmm. I mean I really wouldn't say oh I really want plastic surgery Mm -hmm. but 
I mean, yeah, I mean, it's to everyone's preference. I really don't feel like I need plastic surgery unless mm-hmm. obviously like an accident happened, things like that, where like car accident or like bad things happen. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, scars and all that and maybe trying to get rid of those things or like, you know, things like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like for now, I feel like I just really don't need it. How about you, Holly? Okay. Well, to be honest, I think what in tenth grade not in tenth grade, like ninth to tenth grade, um mm-hmm. I I had actually considered it. It's kinda of embarrassing to talk about now, but uh back then I had really bad like insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like I was not confident at all. Like I had a really low self esteem. And um it, it had gotten to the point where I was like, Hey, like once I turn eighteen, you know, like maybe I should get my flat nose fixed. Maybe I should get <laughs> like um, you know, my cheekbones, although they're high, like they're very not symmetrical, I would say. So I was like, Maybe I should get that fixed too. Like just those little imperfections that I see, I wanted to get it fixed so that I could see the best in myself yeah I feel like I feel like I wouldn't fault you for that but Mm -hmm. I would also maybe say try to avoid it as much as possible right because like I said before like this is purely kind of based on emotions Mm -hmm. where at that time you were really insecure and you wanted it Mm -hmm. but like maybe later on afterwards you're just like hey maybe i just didn't want this exactly and that, that's the funny part like now that i look back at it i was like why did i even think about that you know like of course my nose is flat but it's not like flat flat to the point where i can't wear my glasses you know and <laughs> like my cheekbones might be like you know not symmetrical but whose face is like 100 percent symmetrical so now yeah i feel like yeah i feel like a lot of the times, like, especially for you, it's really just based on small little details that you find in yourself that's not perfect. Exactly. But now, so yeah, I would say it, it's funny because, like you said, it's like emotions. But then the emotions always comes from, like, the root of, like, feeling not good about yourself, you know? Mm. Yeah, so, like, lack of confidence, insecurities, mm-hmm. things like that. So, I mean, obviously, that's not always mm-hmm. the case. But I feel like a majority of the time, it might be cases where even though this person might seem super mm-hmm. confident, this person might also be feeling some insecurities, which is why they decided, hey, I think I mm-hmm. need this. Right. Um, I actually wanted to bring up this topic, uh, the next topic. And um, I don't know if many of you guys know about this person, but there's this person called Ollie London, okay? He has <laughs> rose to fame only because... Um, so there's this member in this K-pop boy group called BTS, and one of the members is called Jimin, okay? And so this Ollie London person <laughs> really wants to look like Jimin because he feels like Jimin is like the most handsome person like he's the best you know like you know there's no other person other than Jimin who can defeat all the handsome men in the world like he has that whole like persona and so um I don't know like years three years ago four years I don't know how many years ago but he started so some years ago yeah he started idolizing and it started as him getting plastic surgery to look like him okay and he started out talking about his story by saying hey, you know, like, as I was a child, as I was a a young man, I was very insecure about myself. And to be honest, he didn't look that bad. But hey, like, we can't speak for him, you know, he 
it's always their their yeah. whatever going on in the yeah mind. it's their feelings and what's what they right. think is so, going on anyway it's like he started getting plastic surgery like jamming well one of the funny things that i found in that was although he was trying to look like him by getting numerous what jaw shaving surgeries and no surgeries he wasn't getting anything to make him look like Jimin. So one of the things about Jimin is that he has monoliths, like very like um defined monoliths with like almond-shaped eyes, right? He got everything except mm-hmm. for the one thing to get those eyes fixed. Okay, I feel like the main thing about looking like this person is the eyes. Okay, because he's Asian and <laughs> Ollie London is like what UK um person. Okay, so I feel like. I feel like you mm-hmm. have a point, but also I feel like, I don't know, in my opinion, since I really don't know that much about plastic mm-hmm. surgery, I would say getting plastic surgery near the eyes would be a really bad idea, mm-hmm. considering it has to do with your sight. Right. Like your nose, if it's really not okay, I mean, you can take it out, mm-hmm. things like that. Like getting monolith, mm-hmm. that's like, that's hard. I would say that's harder. Well, yeah, that's harder than And it might opinion. risk. And it might risk your vision, too. That's what I'm right. saying. Like, if you say your nose, like, people have broken their noses, and you just have to reset it, and it's fine. See, you that's the funny mean? part about this Like, person. yes, it might be so a little he has crooked, actually, but, like... He also gestured in botched, okay? And uh, mm-hmm. one of the things is that he wants to get his nose done, okay? And I don't know how many times this has been, but this is, like, one of his <laughs> times, okay? So the doctors were like, okay. hey, like, so what are, you, what are you here for? And he's like, oh, my nose. I got my nose done three months ago. And the rule is you're supposed to wait at least a year, okay? Like, even the year is not recommended after getting a surgery. But he's like, oh. mm." Yeah, yeah. I, I, Yeah, I understand why. Because, like, you don't want to, like, open up the wounds too fast and then getting it infected. Exactly. And when the doctors checked, they found out that he had no nose bridge anymore because he's gotten repetitive surgeries on his nose, which didn't really need to be fixed because it didn't look like Jimin's nose anyways. So I don't know. <laughs> See, I feel like he wasn't trying, like, just like you said in the beginning where he was trying to get clout. I think it wasn't really about Jimin mm-hmm. anymore. I think it was more about him wanting to use plastic surgery and his overindulgence in plastic surgery to climb into mm, fame. Right. And actually, mm, he's and, shown love for K-pop music. I mean, I love K-pop music too, but he has created K-pop music videos where he sings songs, okay? And one of the funny parts is that he okay. puts them like full um, auto-tune where you can't hear his voice and he only says like two words in Korean. And But he still calls them K-pop videos, so there's a lot of controversy with that too because the people are like, Okay, like, just because I say, like, two Spanish words, does that mean that it's Spanish pop? No, it's maybe, like, American pop. You know, it's it's not always based on, like, that two words of the language that you speak. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, okay, this, okay, I can't really blame him mm-hmm. specifically since I'm thinking that this person just doesn't really know <laughs> Korean. So I I can't blame him. Be like, oh, like, why aren't you saying more? Because, like, if he doesn't mm-hmm. know the words, people are going to get mad <laughs> either way for him saying the words wrong right. or things mm-hmm. like that. Because, I mean, at least the words that he did say were right. Okay, like, I'm so proud of him for that. But it was like, <laughs> people just didn't like the fact that he was calling it, it's my Korean music. You know, this is Korean music. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. That that does seem kind of far-fetched. Mm-hmm. And um, another controversy that he was, I mean, not really controversy, but, like, things that people point out was in the beginning of his fame was uh, that he really loved Jimin. You know, he, he would, like, literally run, see a picture of Jimin, and be like, oh, my God, he's my baby. Okay, that's all cool. But then he had this marriage in Las Vegas where he, like, came in this, oh. like, convertible fancy car he stood in front of this place, okay. took the cardboard, uh, cardboard statue, what do you call it? Cardboard picture of Jimin, put it there, and then they had a marriage. <laughs> Lifestyle. <laughs> they had a marriage, and so... Oh, uh, <laughs> I would say this just kind of went, I would say, a little far. And the funny part is his... Um, no offense. No offense, but I feel like <laughs> even Jimin's fans oh, no, won't course, do that. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, like, this just... This is excessive. That's all. I and I've actually recently, recently, his girlfriend exposed him of um, saying that it was actually her cardboard of Jimin that he stole her cardboard and married her cardboard. So yeah, she she's kind of mad about that. Also released that he actually was um, writing his own press release, you know, making his own fame, his own like fan base, and all that. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's an interesting fact that we just kind of mm-hmm. understood. So, yeah, so plastic surgery can okay. be used for fame in the end, I guess. Yeah, okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about is uh, strict beauty standards mm-hmm. and why people would do plastic surgery because of that beauty standard. Right. Actually, that's actually a very blurry line that I see because you know how like some people just passing down would be like, oh my god, he's such a pretty person, right? But then in the end, mm-hmm. at least for me, when I was insecure about, you know, my looks and everything, I used to be like, hey, like they're being called pretty. Am I not pretty? Like, hey, like I think I'm pretty, but why isn't anyone calling me pretty? Like, is it because I don't have big <laughs> lips? Is it because my nose isn't straight? Like, I, I, I had all these thoughts, you know? So, so mm-hmm. there's a really blurry line. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I feel like for um, this, I feel like, yeah, that's true. There's a really blurry line. And obviously, in every single place, there's different beauty standards. So if you go to one place, you might qualify as more beautiful versus if you go to another place, you might not be. So I feel like, Having plastic surgery to accommodate to um, a beauty standard, I would say, would not be the smartest choice. Mm -hmm. Because if you go to, obviously, there are things where people like bigger eyes, you know, and like, um, like bigger (laughs) eyes. I feel like that's something that like, most countries would consider, like, Mm -hmm. pretty. So I would say... Maybe, like, you're fine just the mm-hmm. way you are. You don't need to change yourself to feel better. But, like, if you really do, obviously, everyone should mm-hmm. accept you for what you're thinking. I also feel like there's uh, the negative part of that would be that, okay, pretend like I'm, okay, so I'm here in the U.S. right now, right? And then the U.S.'s beauty standards are, like, big lips, I don't know, high cheekbones and all that. But if I had to move to, like, what, um, Europe, okay? And Europe had, like, a different beauty standard. Let's say they had, like, small lips. What would I do? Would I take out all the fillers from my lips? Like, we have to keep changing to the beauty standards, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, especially especially if you move around or mm-hmm. things like that. It's really hard to keep up with 
the beauty standard. And also you have to understand same thing as beauty standards. There's also like um, how you dress and every single decade, like there's different, like there's different styles Mm -hmm. of dressing. So I would say that also constitutes to like, oh, like, oh, I don't think I look good enough in Mm -hmm. this outfit. And to be honest, maybe you looked better in another Mm -hmm. outfit, but it just isn't as popular as it is like right now. I feel like that also kind of adds to people's like, um, I guess, self-esteem because they feel like they're not good enough because they can't wear a specific thing Mm -hmm. just like someone Mm -hmm. else. And also, you know, with plastic surgery, it's the whole, like, body image, too. Because it's not only your face that can be changed, it's also your body. And I think, like, especially celebrities, you know, they have that whole, like, thing where small waist, big body, you know, like, all all those standards right there. Yeah, I, yeah, that's something I don't really like about it, where, like, people, like, okay, I guess right now it started to change. But before, most of it was just, like, you have to look a certain way to become famous because the way, like, if you wear less clothing or things like that, it will make you more famous with everyone else. Mm -hmm. And therefore, like, you're more famous. Mm -hmm. I feel like that wouldn't be the right way to, like, think about something. And also, like, I've noticed that in America, especially in pop music, it's weird how everything is just like centered on, let's just say, money or like women, mm. especially in rap songs, oh, I would say definitely. more more than mm. that, I guess, I guess more of rap than <laughs> anything, where they kind of center on something where I'm like, I understand, like, it's something really popular mm. to talk about, mm-hmm. because it's all over music right now. Mm-hmm. But also in another way, I'm just like, like, is it really necessary? Like, every, like, to the point where you're like, is there a point to this? Because every single song's almost the same thing. They're talking about the same thing. Like, drugs, money, women. Right, there's like, no change. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's no change. Like, maybe, like, rap about something else. Right. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm not saying you shouldn't rap about those things. Like, those things are interesting to rap about, I guess. And it's also nice to know, like, these, like, what other people are thinking I guess Mm. and like how like and like problems with those things like things like that obviously like yeah it's nice to know about them Mm. but also like I want to hear something a little different like not specifically just (laughs) only about those things right and one thing I've actually noticed is that compared to like American pop industry and the Korean pop industry is that there's change like just very significant change that I see is that although the American industry also exposes a lot of body, like it's it's not to the point where it's like, oh my god, she's not wearing anything. But then although Oh well okay, some of some of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Wait, wait, let me get Kalyani, to my point. I, okay, Kalyani, I wouldn't say it this way. I would say um Korean pop music, mm-hmm. their stars have more of a dress how like like their let's just say their record label wants them to portray yes, this yes. character. Mm-hmm that might not be completely themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would say in America, mm-hmm. you're, you can be famous without doing certain things where you won't be comfortable with. Right. Like you might not be as famous, mm-hmm. but you still could become famous if your songs are good enough. Right. But in Korea, I would say 
it's more it's more centered around how you look, look exactly. than more of your music. Right, and uh, one of the things like your mm-hmm. looks almost like your looks are almost a little more important than the music that you exactly. kind of come out mm-hmm. with. So one thing I want to point out here is because um, I, I don't really know about America, like how America is like dressing it peaked in Korea. What I've seen is that like they can show their body except just not one specific part, I would say, because they are more accepted in showing like very short shorts. You know, their legs are fine. So legs. Yeah, legs but are like, fine. But like I would say maybe cleavage, cleavage and things like that. Yeah, like they show their acceptable. stomach and then their arms, but like the cleavage is like a no-no area, which I find really funny because if they're exposing so much, you know, that's acceptable, but the others are not. I mean, I would just say that's obviously same thing. Like, America, mm-hmm. you can show both and it'd be okay. Mm-hmm. However, let's just say if you go into more conservative countries, mm-hmm. like, they really don't want you to show much skin at all. Mm-hmm. So I would say, I would say more, it's more of your upbringing and how you're raised to think. Because obviously, um, for me, it's it's not that I'm against wearing revealing clothing. It's mm-hmm. just that one, I'm kind of always cold. So. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's because our school's uh, air conditioning just like really, really, really high. Like it's just always on. I think Maybe school affected you very negatively. I see. It might contribute to that. Uh-huh. However, I feel like like if I like if if it was like a really hot day, I wouldn't mind wearing short shorts or like a tank top outside. Mm-hmm. But that's just not the way I was kind of raised to Mm -hmm. dress. I guess you're more raised to like wear like if you were, if it was a hot day, you'd wear short sleeves and like not short shorts, but like to your knees. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's just how specifically I was raised. Mm -hmm. Actually same here, but I think I was more, I was raised in a more conservative background than you. As in like, like you said, you're fine with wearing stuff, except you're just cold all the time. For my parents, um, it's like for, okay, like they're fine with like, sh- uh, you know, like sleevelesses and all that. It's just that wearing tank tops, like specifically tank tops, they have this whole perception that tank tops is like underwear. So like if I was to ever like go out in my front yard like that, they'd be okay as long as they're around. But if they just see me alone in my front yard with my parents inside and someone passing by, they're like, come back inside. What are you doing? See, see, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. For tank tops, more likely than not, I'm probably going to need, like, like, uh, okay, here's the thing. My mom always tells me to dress more like a teenager, which is really <laughs> sad. Considering uh, she's telling me to dress mm-hmm. more like a teenager. Mm-hmm. But I would say that, like, if I were to wear a tank top, I would probably have something, like, covering, like, mm-hmm. over it. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, it's not even, like, a jacket. It's just, like... Right. Mm-hmm. I... Something to cover Drape. it so that it's not completely... Exposed. Um, a tank top. Uh-huh. Maybe, like, maybe, like, it wouldn't... It would just be, like, a short where it's, like... It would be, like, let's just say um a crop top or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like... So, that, are you comfortable wearing shorts like short shorts yeah i'm okay with wearing short shorts the only thing i do dislike is that um i don't like rips where you can see your underwear Mm -hmm. and i also don't like things where like it's so short that people can see your butt cheeks (laughs) actually for me okay like of course again i was raised in a conservative background so like short shorts are like a no-no and not only that because i was raised in that scenario my parents have always told me 
don't dress that way, people can look at you in a certain way, right? And because <laughs> of that, dude, I like even when I wore those like sh- you've seen my shorts, right? They're not even shorts; they're like trousers. Okay, even when I wore those to school. I've always felt really self-conscious. I always feel like someone's looking or like someone's judging me a certain way. So I'm like, oh my god, yeah, never mind. I'll just stick to pants. Okay, the one time, the one time I wore shorts, um, like short shorts to school, I was freezing because <laughs> it was it was like a hundred degrees outside. Exactly. But inside, it was sixty degrees. So when I went outside, I was sweating. When I went inside, I was freezing cold. Like, mm. like I feel like. No offense, but our school really needs to like monitor their like system because it's freezing inside. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least you had teachers who put air conditioning, uh, air conditioning to sixty. Okay, my teachers, some of them just didn't bother. Like they're like, oh yeah, I think it's broken. Never mind. I I don't want to fix it. See, that's the problem. We our teachers are different. Some of my teachers at like in the morning. You know how cold it is in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our teacher. Sometimes puts on the air conditioning, okay? Like in the morning, like when it's freezing cold and we have air conditioning. Mm-hmm. But then some teachers, like, it's surprising. I feel like um towards the middle, you know, like let's just say third or fourth period, like mm-hmm. those teachers have the, like it's like the temperature is like normal, like it's not mm-hmm. that high or low. Actually, I, yeah, we're really different because my first period teacher, he's he's a really nice person. As in, like, he knows, like, the weather outside and he would, like, change it according. So it, when it was the winter, he would always make the heater inside. So it'd be like, yes, heaven. If not, <laughs> it's, like, cold. So, like, you know, that was really nice. But then mm, I suffered a lot last year. Last year was just cold. <laughs> <laughs> See, my fifth period teacher, she was really nice where she'd actually ask us if we felt okay. She'd be like, hey, like, do you want me to turn on the air conditioning or, like, the heater? Like, are you guys cold? Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel okay? And, like, that's very much appreciated. Yeah, you know, I had a teacher who asked that, too. But the negative part was that she didn't know how to work it. So she was all like, oh, yeah, you guys want the heater? Okay, okay. And then she would press so does anyone? Does anyone want it? Does anyone want to help me with this thing? Thanks. Actually, you know, there's a lot of teachers. I mean, I understand if they're, like, old, but then there are a lot of teachers who, if they put the effort, they could do it themselves. Like, for example, awning the projector. Not even working it, just, like, awning the projector. And they're like, ah, okay, okay. How do we uh, do this? They call, the, like, a random student up. The student has to be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I owned it, man. Just, like, like press the <laughs> button. I owned it. All right. Do you mean... Uh, from, I... I, for me, I would say that, I would just say that it's just kind of sad sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, if it was a substitute, I understand Mm -hmm. because, like, every single district or every single school has, like, different things. Like, some schools are more advanced, Mm -hmm. like, technologically advanced than others. See, schools being technologically advanced is one thing, but if the teachers in the schools aren't, that's a problem. No, but, like, what I'm saying is that, like, if your school was more technologically advanced, the teachers has to somehow learn it. Mm-hmm. These, if they don't, then there's no way they can teach there. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they at least have to grasp that, <laughs> like just a normal thing. Mm-hmm. So, do you miss school now? So, Ashley, do you miss school now? School. See, it's summer, mm-hmm. so no. 
so here's the thing. I, I think I think I'd say it this way. Mm-hmm. I miss school to the extent where I can't see my friends mm-hmm. and like I couldn't talk to my friends as much. Mm-hmm. However, I don't miss school because I have to get up really early mm-hmm. in the morning and also we have a bunch of tests at the end of the school year, so thank God. Do I I'm really so like... happy? Man, <laughs> this this year, okay. I I think the end of this year is actually the coolest. As in, you know, like next year, I feel like my classes, although there are some AP classes that I'm taking, it's it's a bit more like chill. That's understandable. So now, concluding this podcast, um, I know we did kind of talk a little out of subject, you know, <laughs> but it's fine. Anyways, I'm just going to conclude this podcast by saying thanks for listening and let's clap. <laughs>